Money FM 89.3. Best of drive time. Under the radar. You're listening to Money FM 89.3, and it's now time for Under the Radar with me, Chua Tiantian. Now, the accounting and professional services industry is back in focus today. Founded in 1904, our guest is the Association of Chartered Certified Accountants, or ACCA. Now, this is a global body for professional accountants with over 250,000 fully qualified members and 500,000 students worldwide. Now, while widely known as an association or educational body, ACCA essentially operates like a business with a turnover of over 200 million British pounds for the year ended March 2023. Now, it generates revenue through membership fees, courses and certification. But which is the most important revenue stream for the association? Meanwhile, the number of accounting degree students at universities in Singapore has reportedly dropped over 10% over the past five years despite rising demand. So what does the talent shortage mean for ACCA? in terms of potential future revenue. And also, how does the rising demand for accounting professionals provide ACCA an opportunity to get more people into the accounting profession and reverse the decline? Well, for more, let's speak to Daniel Leung, Country Manager of ACCA Singapore. Daniel, welcome to the show. Hi, Tian Tian. It's good to be here. Thank you for having me. Great to have you on board. And uh, let's talk a little bit more about ACCA Singapore. We understand it as a global body for professional accountants, over 250,000 members, 500,000 students worldwide, but how would you define your value proposition though? Thank you, Tian Tian. So our value proposition is reflected in our three main values. Things like inclusion, integrity mm. and innovation. So we are very proud that since being founded in 1904, we won the first professional body to have a woman in our membership in 1909. We are also very focused on shaping public policy, working with regulators, developing international standards. Um, one thing that we're really proud of is at the heart of what we do is for our members is on professional insights. So we are a thought leader in education, training and ethics. So the focus that we have on sustainability and ethics is, shapes what we try to do as a force for public good. So this is reflected in our current agenda for action, which is called the Accounting for a Better World. Well, uh, Daniel, we were just talking about how ACCA essentially operates like a business with a turnover of over 200 million British pounds at a global level. So what would you say is your business model and your revenue streams? So I would say that we both on the B2B side and on B2C side. So on B2B, employers are at the heart of what we do. So we work to become number one choice for employers to allow our members opportunities to various careers and advancements as well. So things like sector-specific learning and career support, things like our careers fairs, innovative tools such as a career navigator and also different reports that we share with our employers as well. So on the B2C side, members again are very crucial to what we do here. So we offer qualifications that are recognised and respected around the world. Our ACC careers websites have jobs around any kind of the world and the kind of opportunities that you can have. So on revenue streams, similar to any other accounting body, it comes from examinations, membership fees, courses and education. But I think the key thing that we're trying to do here is to focus on delivering value for our members and to ensure that ACCA remains the number one choice for employers. 
Hmm, and let's uh, take a look at your global presence, Daniel. I believe ACCA is headquartered in the UK. You guys are present in over 176 countries. More notably, the organisation works with over 7,400 approved employers, has over 80 accountancy partnerships worldwide. But looking at your global footprint, which would you say is the most important market for ACCA and what is the role of Singapore in this regard? So, Tianjian, yes, you're right. So, over 20% of our students and members are based in Asia. So this continues to be an important and fast-growing market. So I wouldn't say any one market is more important or least important because if ACCA being such a global passport qualification, our members traverse borders to work anywhere. So I would like to share that I myself and am ACCA member for over a decade and I've benefited from this qualification opening doors for me. So I work in some of the largest professional service systems, some of the largest banks in the world from London to Singapore. So the Asian economy is growing rapidly and Singapore is still an important market for us. We are proud to be here since 1936. So there's a old than Singapore, I would mm-hmm. say. We're looking forward to celebrating 88 years in Singapore next year. So one of the things I'd like to share is on our ACCA Approved Employer Program. So this is quite a prestigious uh, accreditation that allows our employers' learning and development policies to be accredited against our robust standards. So this allows our members to have confidence working in such employers and also the employers to have a pipeline of quality ACCA members. Of course, students is where we focus quite a lot where we work with leading universities, polytechnics and ACC-approved learning partners. So I'd like to share something that I'm really proud personally. This year, we are the first and only accountancy professional body to sign an MOU with Junior Achievement Singapore. They are Nobel mm-hmm. Peace Prize nominee that allows our members to give back to society by delivering financial literacy courses to primary, secondary and junior colleges in Singapore. Mm. Of course, the part of the whole Singapore ecosystem, we work with different partners such as Chartered Accountants Australia New Zealand, Singapore Computer Society, Stewardship Asia Centre, a lot of them to build this whole thing to make Singapore a global accountancy hub. Mm. And speaking of Singapore, Daniel, um, let's talk a little bit more about the dollars and cents. How many members does ACCA have in Singapore and to what extent do they come from your partners or the accounting firms that you work with and looking at money, right? What is their spending power like? Do they spend it in their personal capacity, namely B2C, or do their companies pay for it? So really interesting question. So we have about 15,000 ACCA students and professionals based in Singapore, including myself. So we regularly engage them and run surveys that enables us to have a global view. So recently, we ran a global talent trend survey where over 8,000 professional accountants from 148 countries took part. So through this survey, we've identified in ACC Singapore, I have members from over 30, 40 countries working in almost all industries. They can range from C-suites, like the CEO of Golden Village, to media and junior management as well. We continue to work very closely with our approved learning partners to deliver quality programs for our students. So our students, again, is a mixture from China, Vietnam, Myanmar, Malaysia, and also a lot of local Singaporeans doing the qualification as well. So on spending power, it really varies. Mm -hmm. So I would say the demographics of members is really diverse because our qualification is quite inclusive and is globally recognised. So most of the companies, I understand, they value uh, the qualification and their desire to attract ACCA members imply that the firms will pay for their professional membership. But I've also seen many instances of members outside of finance industry from real estate to lawyers to fintech they continues to be wished to recognise as ACCA members and they pay for the membership themselves individually. Hmm. So when you look at a corporate uh, a partner per se, right, if I may just follow up on that, is there any inkling as to what is the spending power like in terms of maybe the number of people who are, who 
are members of ACCA as a result of that partnership with the firm. So it really varies. For practice firms such as the big four accounting firms or um, audit firms, mm. they have a huge number of ACCA members. And because these firms are internationally recognised and they are also based globally. So I can give you an example like a big four having operations in almost the same number of countries as us. So they really value this partnership with ACCA that helps them to expand in Vietnam or to do further business in India mm. or to do qualifications in Dubai. So I think the global nature of our qualification allows us to work with employers who have the same mindset. But having been based in Singapore since 1936, our local insights also allow us to work with local partners here as well, collectively. Hmm. Let's take a look at the wider business environment in which ACCA operates. And you talk about your certification being very global, right? So how would you then define ACCA's positioning? For instance, how do you guys differ from the Institute of Singapore Chartered Accountants, or ISCA, which is the National Accountancy Body of Singapore, in terms of your product offerings and certification? And do you compete with them? If not, how do you coexist with other players. So, as mentioned earlier, ACCA is a globally recognised professional accountancy body. We have 750,000 members and students in 180 countries. So, in various countries, we work differently with the local body. So, in Singapore, it's no different. So, I'd like to highlight that we are very proud that we have a long-standing partnership with ISCA, including a joint examination scheme that ran for 30 years previously. We had joined ACCA and ISCAR graduation ceremonies for over 13 years previously as well. So with other professional bodies in, Sing- in Singapore, including Chartered Accountants Australia New Zealand and ISCAR, we're confident that together we can help to advance the national agenda and for Singapore to become a global accountancy hub. So for ACCA, we look to work closely with other professional bodies. Mm-hmm. We do compete on certain areas, but we also collaborate because we cannot do this alone. So we have helped join events together, collaborated on various initiatives. So we coexist with other players, but our unique value proposition is our global nature and our members being able to traverse through borders as well. Mm. And if I may just you know, pop this question to you, uh, Daniel, which areas do you guys compete on versus which areas do you guys collaborate on? So on student recruitment, with all of us, uh, a few accountancy bodies in Singapore do go out and recruit students as well. But the choice is really down to the student or what qualification they wish to do, the kind of network they wish to have and the kind of um, future kind of industries they do. Mm. We are quite similar in many sense. We are a global accountancy bodies. We have a lot of strong members. And I'd like to add that actually a lot of ISCAR members are ACC members and vice versa and they serve on both committees and they're always encouraging us to do things together as well. Hmm. And in the meantime, let's take a look at the talent shortage in the accounting industry here in Singapore. The number of accounting degree students at universities here has reportedly dropped over 10% over the past five years. To what extent will a smaller talent pool of accounting professionals weigh on ACCA's top and bottom lines in the near term as far as Singapore is concerned? So that's the part where I mentioned about is a trend that is quite worrying and it's not something that ACCA can do on its own. It's probably we have to do collectively with other professional bodies. So recently, DPM Lawrence Wong has highlighted the decline and that's why ACCA supports the Ministry of Finance and the Accounting and Corporate Regulatory Authority, ACRA's initiative of establishing the Accountancy Workforce Review Committee. Our members often come from other countries and we have a huge talent pool that we're ready to tap on again. So 
So with this talent shortage, it will definitely have a negative impact on ACC in the near term. But we are hopeful with the other professional bodies and with the government initiatives, we can overcome this talent shortage. Is there any gauge as to how significant this decline is as far as ACCA's top and bottom lines are concerned? Do you perhaps have a figure or something in mind that maybe you could share with us? So on student recruitment, I may not have a figure. The reason is because a lot of our members come from overseas as well. Mm-hmm. So we do not we do look recruit local students as well. But I have a lot of students coming from overseas. I have a lot of members coming in. And any one time, a lot of members leave Singapore as well. So I can't really put my finger on a number on it, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's certainly worrying, as, as you mentioned earlier. Well, uh, the silver lining though, Daniel, is that the demand for new accounting jobs is growing. I believe an estimate last year expects new accounting jobs to reach about six to 7,000 by 2025, which will add to the current workforce of over 100,000 employees. Now, how do you then intend to plug this market gap? And to what extent does this talent shortage provide an opportunity to get more people into the profession and to reverse the decline. So at ACCA, we are a member of many chambers, including British Chamber, Singapore International Chamber. We participate in a lot of different government initiatives and a lot of dialogues as well. So we have raised our our concerns and also um, um, around what the talent crunch is about and voice our consultation with the local regulators as well. But it's very interesting that we need to move away from the finance qualification does not only limit to you to a career in finance. I've been recently seeing a lot of our members coming to Singapore for the recent Token 2049 crypto conference, which is happening this week. And members are working in the fintech space, crypto space, digital transformation uh, converging in Singapore as well. So I think collectively, I think we need to work hard to emphasize the breadth of these opportunities, focusing that the finance will allow you to work in different areas, including senior ones, and the portability of our accountancy career. As they always see, as they always say, accounting is a business language. So it's really important to emphasize that to students as well. So through our partnership with Junior Achievement Singapore, a lot of my members have been going out to primary schools, secondary schools and sharing what they have been doing, what an accountancy degree or accountancy ACCA qualification would help you enable you to have such careers as well. Mm, and coming from a business finance background, you certainly need accounting at some point. Uh, but what does the market gap mean for ACCA? You talked about outreach to the younger audience. Uh, but what does it mean for ACCA in terms of your product offerings? You talked about the breadth, right? Expanding it to look at other areas of finance, not just accounting. Tell us a little bit more about that. Yes, definitely. So we explore partnerships with learning providers and institutions of higher learnings. As mentioned, innovation is one of the three core values at ACCA. So we work constantly with our approved employers and regulators to identify and meet what the industry needs. So I can give you some examples. So recently, our certificate in sustainability was recognised to be a leading qualification in the market. We've also worked with other professional bodies such as CFA Institute to develop a climate finance course. And in Hong Kong, they are really, really proud of the qualification and getting certain subsidies from the government around that. We've also collaborated with Columbia Business School mm-hmm. to address the growing need for data analytics skills as well. So proud to share that we have a certificate in international reporting as offered in various languages, including Portuguese, as I was presenting to a Brazilian accounting network yesterday, and also in Vietnamese, that we work in partnership with the Vietnam Association of Certified Public Accountants. So it's about working with a lot of other professional bodies, working with the regulator, and identifying the needs of what employers need in the market at the moment. Mm, I guess also working and trying to get members who want to then expand their footprint to other areas like Vietnam, as you mentioned, quite a number of times as well, given your global recognition. 
mentioned. Uh, but before we let you go, Daniel, what are some future plans for ACCA for the rest of this year? What can we expect as far as Singapore is concerned? I'm really excited and also very busy at the moment as well. So at the end of this month, um, in September, we have our technical symposium is focusing on embracing sustainability in corporate reporting, tax and assurance for the finance professionals. In October 4th, we are bringing back our ACCA Singapore annual conference physically back in full swings and I'm delighted to say it has been sold out. So it's our flagship conference for members and it's approved employers and other industry partners. So this time we're trying to do the four C's this time. So it's conflicts, climate, chat GPT and cost of living as well. So quite different from the four C's we have seen before. Of course, we continue to deliver quality events with our partners like ACRA, Ministry of Finance, mm-hmm. International Valuation Standards Council, Singapore Computer Society and other organisations to continue to deliver value for our members and work closely with our employers. So apart from the events, I continue to look forward to continue building and tightening our relationships with our stakeholders in the Singapore ecosystem. Mm. Thanks a lot, Daniel. That was Daniel Leung, Country Manager of ACCA Singapore. Thank you very much for joining us on Money FM 89.3. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance.